Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. If you're looking for real-life radio, you've come to the right place. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. I mentioned in my interview with Professor God Sad earlier the famous debate between Philippe Rushton and David Suzuki, and I realize a couple of people have emailed me asking for some more details about that. So maybe maybe it's not as famous as I thought, but it is fairly well known, certainly in academic circles, because it speaks to what the biggest problem of academic freedom is, which is those who genuinely want to deny their opponents a platform. Now, this debate... Between the two, Western University professor Philippe Rushton and fruit fly biologist David Suzuki was about the question of whether one's race has an impact on their intelligence. Now, Professor Rushton had done research indicating that, yes, there is a difference. And he said it was an evolutionary issue. And what he contended in his research was that due to brain size... White people are smarter than black people, and Asian people are smarter than white people. So he said if you look at the three races, there was a hierarchy of intelligence. In his view, black Africans at the bottom, Asians at the top, and Caucasian white Europeans in the middle. There were a great many scientific disputes that people raised with his research. But more people were focused on denying him the right to defend his research than they were with actually trying to dispute it, which is part of the scientific process, part of the scientific method. People didn't want to say, actually, I disagree. Your methodology is flawed, this and that. They said, no, you shouldn't be able to talk about it. You're preaching hate. That was what they told him. They called him a fascist. They accused him of hate. And some people said, even if it was true, it was hateful and shouldn't be shared publicly. And the debate was very tense. No one would actually debate against Rushton. Because some of the most vocal critics didn't even want to give him a platform and it ended up being to make this debate happen, David Suzuki was brought to town, not an expert in that area. And it was apparent from his presentation in the debate because he didn't speak about the actual science. What David Suzuki spoke about in the debate was how much he didn't like Philip Rushton. And it was really, really laughable that this debate on race and intelligence could happen in the 80s. It was controversial. People wanted it shut down, but it happened. It happened and it was safe. People asked questions. People got to listen to the speeches that were being made and engage. And there were some minor disruptions, but the event went on. Now you can't even have some fly-by-night panel on how free speech is being attacked on campus without it risking being censored. That's how far we've gone. And the academia that anyone should strive for, the society anyone should strive for, is one where any issue can be discussed. Any issue can be debated. That doesn't mean all debates are evenly matched. But last time I talked about an issue like this, someone said, oh, do you think there should be allowed to be a Holocaust debate on? Did the Holocaust actually happen? I said, yeah, there should be. And they said, why? I said, because I know that it did happen. And I'm not afraid of someone shattering that. So why should we deny 
any issue the right to be heard and discussed. And this is what contrasts those who believe in liberty with those like we were talking about yesterday under this Antifa movement who would much rather silence others than have an exchange of ideas that should be the cornerstone of a free and democratic society. 1-800-263-2428 is my number here. We'll go to Dan in Toronto next. Hi, Dan. Hey, Andrew. I'm glad you're talking about this topic. Not enough people in the media of Canada are. Um, I would tell these educators, especially in the university level, and you know the teachers union that wanted John A. McDonald's name removed, they need yep. to read George Orwell's Animal Farm, and they need to realize and understand many of the things they're proposing, whether it's name changes, monuments, changing, eliminating, rewriting history, that's what Stalin, Mao, Marx, Engels, Lenin, and the Taliban all did. That's how you have a revolution. Well, I think they read it and root for the pigs, though, when they read Animal Farm. That's the problem. I think that they're so far into that belief system that they don't want to see how that term Orwellian has really come to be. Because there was a line I'm sure you're familiar with if you're an Orwell reader that George Orwell wrote in, in one of his books here where he talked about this world that people are advancing. And it was in 1984 where the monuments are destroyed and history is taken. And what he said, quote, every book has been rewritten, every picture has been repainted, every statue and street and building has been renamed, every date has been altered. That's what they're pushing for. No, but that, and the thing is, Orwell was way ahead of his time. You wonder what he'd be saying now if he was alive. Yeah, he didn't write the book in 1984. He wrote it decades earlier about what he thought 1984 would be and how true it was. He wrote it in 48 and switched the last two digits to come up with (laughs) 84. But the thing is, I know we laugh, and I'm not being facetious when I say this, is this is a dangerous territory that these people want to go down. I mean, you know, all these neo-Nazis and everything, they're vile, they're repugnant, everybody disowns them, but then you're going to start to control all speech, and that's what they want to do. When you eliminate or rewrite history, it's just what you said, then we don't have an existence or a society. Oh, yeah, we can be comfortable now because we're not neo-Nazis. That, oh, well, you know, I guess it's okay if neo-Nazis are censored, but someday it will be us for some reason that someone is trying to censor, and I want to make sure that I was standing up when it wasn't me being censored. But right now, everyone is. I mean, people on the right, people on the left as well. Appreciate the call very much, Dan. Uh, We have time for one more here, so we'll go to Dave next. Hi, Dave. Hey, enjoying the program. Uh, Thank you. Just, uh, uh, suggesting everybody, please read the National Pulse this weekend. Uh, one of the indigenous chiefs who uh, fought with the uh, United Empire loyalists and is considered to be, uh, you know, uh, a hero. But he also had 30 slaves. So I guess any uh, monuments or anything with him will have to be eliminated. And also Margaret Somerville, you know, the brilliant uh, epic specialist. Yep. Uh, they almost stopped her from getting a doctorate, honorary doctorate degree at Waterloo. But I want to give you one final example of uh, where, where, where this is going. In Vancouver, we had a wonderful rally of thousands of people, you know, fighting uh, and disagreeing that racism shouldn't be allowed. And I agree with that 100%. A month before, the son of Billy Graham... Franklin Graham wanted to come to Vancouver, did come to Vancouver, but our mayor and one of the councillors, who's a, a church minister, tried to stop him from coming. So I can't tolerate re- religious bigots. You want to bring a Muslim leader in? Wonderful. You want to bring a Buddhist leader in? Wonderful. You want to bring the Pope? You want? But oh, don't you dare. Yeah, when it's the Christian. evangelical Christian, oh, heaven forbid, no pun intended. Have to take a break here, Dave, so I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm glad you shared that. Another very shameful blight on the free speech issue in Canada. When we come back, a look at what's ahead in the second hour of the Roy Green Show. I'm Andrew Lawton. This is the Chorus Radio Network.